0: I don't know if y'all know, maybe you do know, but Sunday is going to be Palm Sunday, y'all know that, y'all know, some, some, some know. it's Palm Sunday, and, and, and if you know what Palm Sunday is, it's Jesus entering into the city of Jerusalem, and it's, it's a parade for him, right, but in just a few short days, everything was going to turn for him. But we're not going to get ahead of ourselves because I don't want to talk about that part just yet. All right. Next week will be Holy Week and we'll start to address the things that are happening. And if you don't know, we are in the celebration of Easter. All right. And in the celebration of Easter, what we are celebrating is the death and resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ. If you're, if you're, if you're the Christian and praying type. Right. So. We've been in a season of Lent, and while we've been through this season of Lent, and I'm coming out and I'm sharing with you, there's been a theme, and I don't know if you've noticed it, but there's been a theme, at least in my mind there's been one, right? And the theme has been, we're talking about moving from our natural selves to our spiritual selves, that our natural selves have to die, right, is the kind of metaphor, right, in Jesus living and dying and rising again, right, that we ourselves have to have a sort of a death and a resurrection, But for us, it needs to be a daily process, right? We need to continue to allow our natural selves to die so that our spiritual selves can live. And so this is where I've been these last few weeks, and and, and I'm still there, and I'm thinking about it, and I'm praying about it, and as I'm searching through scripture, and as I'm reading for for myself, of course, I'm only going to come out and share with you things that I'm contemplating, things that I'm thinking about, things that I'm wrestling with, things that I'm just, that are just striking me that I, that I wanna share, right? And so today's no different. Now there's a lot of different verses I'm gonna mention, but, but the main verse I want us to sit in is gonna be at the very, very end. It comes out of the book of Galatians. But I mentioned Palm Sunday because here we are, we're, we're looking towards Palm Sunday. But what we have to remember is that when Jesus began his ministry, it was three and a half years of anticipation and waiting for Easter Sunday to come. See, Jesus knew that he was born to die so that we could live. And every step he took, and every place he went to, and every person he healed, and every every city he went to was part of the journey that was going to lead up to what we are going to be looking at and celebrating this week, right? Now, we can say we celebrate Easter because we know how it plays out. We know how it works out for us, and so we celebrate. But when we think of Jesus the person, that's where we can put ourselves kind of in his shoes. And, and I say kind of because, of course, he was the son of God, right? Right? but he was also a man. And the book of Hebrews says, we have a high priest that can empathize with us because he can understand where we're coming from. He can understand what temptation is like. He can understand what lust of the flesh is like. He can understand what pain is like, what hurt is like, what mourning is like. All of that stuff is in the gospels. I don't got to go through the whole gambit, right? However, there's one particular part that I want to share with you today. And some of you may know this scripture and some of you may not. In the book of Matthew, chapter 16, Jesus starts to talk to his disciples about what's going to take place on Easter Sunday. He starts to talk about and predict his death. And Peter says to him, no, Jesus, no, 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 no way. That's not going to happen. We're not going to let that happen. And and it seems very, very weird that Jesus spins on him and he says, get behind me, Satan. Satan. What you're talking about is things of the flesh, which means you don't understand the things of God. Just straight goes off on Peter. Amen. Now, I want you to think about what's happening right now as a person. Let's talk about something that you know you have to do, something you were born to do. And you know you've got to do it. The last thing you want is somebody talking you out of it, isn't it? That's temptation, isn't it? That's pulling you towards the lust of the flesh instead of pushing you towards the things of the spirit. And that's exactly what was happening right there. So Peter spins, I mean, Jesus spins on Peter and he says, get behind me, Satan. He's not calling Peter Satan but the things in his heart are not of God and if you're not for God you're against him and so in appealing to the temptation think about it Jesus as man you think he wants to get beat whipped, cursed, spit on nailed through hung on a cross impaled in the chest and die for people who don't even like him no the flesh would say run wouldn't it but the spirit says I must be about my father's business and so I'm sitting in this space and I'm sitting in this verse and I'm thinking about Jesus as a man as a person as me how would I respond what would what would my actions be How would I be processing the fact that in two weeks all of these horrible things were going to happen to me for a whole bunch of people who could care less about me? And in this righteous anger, he wells up and he spins on Peter. But he does not rebuke Peter as much as he's teaching Peter something. You have to remember that Jesus is a rabbi. Everything that he did, everything that he did, everything that he said, it was a lesson. Everything that he experienced, everything that his disciples witnessed were to empower them, were to strengthen them, and were to teach them how they were to carry on in his absence, how they were to build his church. And the lesson he was teaching Peter right there was, listen, don't allow the things of the flesh to stop you or to impede you from pursuing the things of the spirit, the things of God. And that was the lesson. Here's why this is so important to us. And the importance comes out of the book of Galatians. Here's that verse I was telling you I was gonna tell you about. The book of Galatians chapter five Scroll on down a little bit to verse 16, and it says this, it says, But I say, walk by the Spirit, and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. For the desires of the flesh are against the Spirit, and the desires of the Spirit are against the flesh. For these are opposed to each other to keep you from doing the things you want to do. These are opposed to keep you from doing the things you want to do. I am sure Jesus wanted to run in the opposite direction, set up a little shop. He's a carpenter, could have hit a little bit. In the Garden of Gethsemane, he prays to the Father and he says, if it is your will, take this from me. That's an important prayer to recognize. Jesus did not want to do what he did but he had to do it because it was the will of his father. So now let's talk about where we're at. How many of us every day, every hour, by the minute, find ourselves battling against our desires of our flesh? Certain translations just put the word out there and they call it lust. But let me, listen, when, when, when I speak to you about lust, when I speak to students about lust, all they think about is sex, right? Oh, no sex before marriage. What are you trying to tell me, Pastor PJ? Lust is anything you don't have the patience to wait for. Lust is anything that you have to have, that you desire for, that you don't have faith to wait for, trust to believe in, hope to carry on. That's what lust is. It's running when you should stand and fight. It's praying instead of screaming. It's seeking the Father instead of seeking something, anything, anyone else to fill the void that's sitting inside of you. And when Paul writes in the book of Galatians here, he says you. One has to oppose the other. The flesh opposes the spirit. The spirit battles the flesh. Jesus did it for three and a half years as a man. Of course he was perfect. Of course he was perfect. But it does not mean he wasn't tempted. Right? Sin is just temptation fulfilled, ladies and gentlemen. We're all tempted. But we also have a choice whether to succumb to that temptation or whether to lean into the spirit and overcome that temptation. And so as as we think about this Lent season, as we look at Jesus, it's very, very important that we remember that Jesus didn't just come to die so that we could live forever. He came to live to show us how to live. And maybe we could do it half as good as, no, we're not going to do it half as good as he did. We may not even ever come close. But that shouldn't stop us from trying. Every day, to put the things of the flesh to death so that we could walk in the Spirit. That we can do now. That we can do today. That we can do every day. Wake up willing to wage war against the flesh in pursuit of the Spirit. And if you only think the blessing comes in the hereafter, then you haven't really tried to walk in the Spirit today. Because I promise you, your life changes. It changes. You know, The last time I was here, it was a couple weeks ago. I was praying for a man who, who was waiting to hear news from a doctor. He was terrified about what the doctor might say, right? Might. The only thing certain is uncertainty, isn't it? And now I think about Jesus. And I think about the certainty of his death. And I think about this conversation that he's having with Peter. And I tell you, whether you're certain or whether you're uncertain, you need that kind of passion. You need that kind of passion to look at the flesh and say, get behind me, Satan. You you need the strength to look at your addiction, to look at your problems, to look at yourself, to look at your issues, to look at the things that are holding you down and say, get behind me, Satan. But that's just the first part. The second part is to say, God, help me. To put distance between me and Satan. Because he's still behind me. Let's make that cap a little bigger. Give me wings. Give me some speed. Give me a Red Bull. <laughs> Give me something. I need space. I need distance. Get behind me. And so as we move towards Lent, my prayer for you, my prayer for all of us, is that as we, as we think about this season, let this season be different. Let this season be a time where we don't just read through the scriptures and go through the motions and go through the process. I hope some of you will find yourselves in church at some point during Holy Week, Good Friday, Easter Sunday. But even if you don't, you have a Bible. And if you don't, we can work that out. But I want you to, Instead put yourself in someone's place put yourself in Peter's place Put yourself in Mary's place. Put yourself in Jesus place And think about the separation of flesh and spirit And as Rome put the flesh of Jesus to death the spirit rose in fulfillment of the prophecy in an extension of love and grace for all of us. That should be sufficient enough motivation. Today it is for me. And I hope the same for you. Let's pray. God, I thank you so much for, for this time. I thank you so much for, for you know what? I, I thank you. I thank you for how your word connects. If, if 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 we take the time to see it, oh God! So often your words are just that. It's just it's just words on a page. But if we if we take the time, it's it's breath of life. It's a roadmap. It's power. It's strength. Dear God, I, thank you. I just thank you for I thank you for today I thank you for the road to Easter I thank you for time of contemplation I thank you for time of prayer I thank you for the power of the Spirit Lord, that, that gives us strength when we are weak Lord, that gives us wings when we are strong Lord, may we continue to Keep our eyes and our, our hearts on you today and always. That we might truly put our best efforts towards becoming the people you created us to be. Lord, we love you. We thank you. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Thank y'all for your time. This podcast is recorded live and uncut at our homeless food share events. To learn more about Straight Street, visit our website at straightst.org.